0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Tea Girl Tea. Hi, I'm Madison. And I'm Mickey. And
1: it's our holiday episode.
0: Yeah, happy holidays. And anyway, so it's our holidays episode, and we wanted to talk about, like, setting boundaries with family and how to handle, like, your transphobic uncle Phil or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, and your uh, homophobic grandmother or your cool aunt who, like, has a lot of gay friends but doesn't understand the trans thing.
1: Oh, God. You know. <laughs> That's the worst one because you're expecting support. But all you get yeah. is,
0: no. Exactly. And more knows. Um, so Yeah, just kind of, like, I know that I've personally experienced this. There is family of mine that is not receptive to my life and what's going on right now. And there's also family that is. And then there's family that, like, took time to, like, get to where, we are now. And while sometimes I'm still not sure we're in a great place, it's at least in a place where it's no longer, like, uncomfortable to go home.
1: They're respectful of you, and it's not,
0: like, they're being... Yes, and it took a long time to get there. So, yeah, that's what we want to talk about this episode. Because I've, I've had I've had all that, that rundown of experiences with people who are Yeah, the it's worst. hard.
1: It's hard. People, you know, I, before I started my transition, I had already not been close with my family for... Quite a, most of my family for quite a while because I remember um, when my grandma passed and I, I went down for the funeral, they were like super homophobic. And so I don't need to test the waters to see how they feel about transitioning because I already know like where their minds end as far as their bigotness is concerned. Um, so I don't really do the whole like big visit family thing, you know? I just don't. Yeah. I don't like go celebrate with a lot of family and stuff. That's not my thing. I don't. I never loved it that much anyway. But I know a lot of people are really close with their family, and and uh, when they come out, that's really fucked for them. So.
0: Yeah, and you know, you fall in in a situation where there's a lot of people who feel like they have to put up with that because of how close they were with their family before, and they, um, it's it becomes very difficult to like. You know how much grace do you give to a family member because you love them, if they are showing you that they
1: don't respect you? I think as much grace as like they give you, and of course there's like that period where people are going to be getting used to that and the pronouns and stuff, and it's such a case by case basis about how much uh, grace you give them, you know, because it's a very unique relationship you have with each person, but. God, I mean, for me, it's like I would just be respectful from the get-go about that, so it's hard to imagine. I guess it depends. Like, if you're gonna go home and they refuse to call you by your your chosen name, um, that's not enough. Like, uh, whatever grace they're giving you by not kicking you out or by, like, not being violent or or by not being too uh, assholey about it, I still think that that's just not enough.
0: I agree. I definitely agree because, because the respect doesn't just come down from them, like treating you like a human being or not kicking you out of your home or anything like that, because that is, that is the bare minimum. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That is, that's something that they should be doing regardless of like who you are and like whether or not they quote unquote agree with your life choices or whatever the fuck. Um, and so the respect really comes from, like, are they respecting your pronouns? Are they respecting your name? Um, and, you know, how do you, how do you handle that as an individual who, like, maybe you go home and you're kind of ganged up on because your family all shares the same point of views in, the t- in terms of stuff like this? Or, like, you know, it, it can get kind of messy. And I think that the most important thing to start off with would be, like, just setting boundaries. Mm-hmm you know, cause there are even times where you have people who, who mean well, or they don't even feel, or they don't think that they are doing, they don't feel like they're disrespecting you because they're just like, it's taking them a minute to catch up or like whatever the case is. And so they're just kind of like being who they are and doing what they do and not realizing that it hurts you. And so that's when it becomes important for you to like have the conversation with them because it's not as though like, it's not as though you want to be that person who like never gives somebody the chance because I think that that is what people are afraid of doing. They're afraid of just like cutting somebody off before they've had like a chance to grow with them. And it's finding that balance between like, okay, I'm giving you a chance, but you have to really put in the work. You have to really promise me that you're going to be respectful, that you're going to work to use my name, that you're going to work to use my proper pronouns. Um, and that all starts with a conversation. You know, you have to, you have to set those boundaries. You have to talk to those individuals and make sure that they know where you're coming from, what you what you expect from them, because they
1: might not otherwise know. I think it would also be okay to say, like, I don't want this. I don't want my gender identity to even be a discussion at the Christmas table. I don't like this. Is not like something that I want to have because a a lot of the time I feel like your boundary can be like, I just want to discuss what else is happening in life and catch up with my family, you know, and stuff like that. Because I feel like if you are like, As long as you're respectful and we talk about it, some people are going to take that and just make the whole fucking thing about you, you know? And that's so uncomfortable. No, this is definitely... When I'm talking about
0: a conversation, it's definitely something that you want to do, like, one-on-one with that individual that's, like, fucking with you.
1: Agreed. You definitely want
0: to take them aside. You don't want... It's not something that you want to have. It's not a conversation. It's not dinner conversation. It's not a conversation that you want to have. The opportunity to let anybody else jump in or anybody else try and silence you or anybody else like jump to their defense or anything else, because that is between you and that person and whether or not you decide to continue to give that person the time of day or give that person your, allow that person to be a part of your life it comes down to solely you. And I think there's a big misconception with like, you know, we come from an era where where we've been taught for years and years and years, are like, oh, that's your family. You don't, blah blah blah. You know, you don't turn your back on your family. You don't you, you accept them no matter what. Like, oh, that's just how they are. That's just you know whatever. But I think that we're also realizing in our as younger generations that that has fostered that has jody fostered a lot of
1: <laughs> tones. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that is that's fostered a lot of uh, really toxic behavior and protected a lot of people from consequences
1: and it put has, the burden yeah.
0: and the put the burden and the responsibility on the children to be the quote-unquote bigger people when in reality like you don't have to respect somebody who doesn't respect you doesn't matter who they are
1: And some people take it as such an attack on them that you're even transitioning, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. my aunt is like, well, how could you do this to us? You know? And it's like, what the fuck? You're like 80-something years old. Like, you're to you. Like, this has nothing to do with you. you. Literally nothing's going to change in your life whatsoever. And so, like, the fact that you kind of make it about yourself, I think, people do get selfish first with these kind of things if when they don't understand mm-hmm. them. And they say immediately are like, well, how's it going, what are people going to think of me with if I have a trans uh, person in my family? And it's yeah. like, it's not about you. And like, if you love your child or your family or whatever, like, you will, you, you won't, I guess it would be natural to feel selfish or whatever for a second because we're all kind of people but i think that it's better to just not make it about yourself as much as you can if the, if if anybody ever listens to this podcast and they're friends or family of a trans person like that would be my advice is to just step out of your head about it because like if whatever you're going through like the trans person is going through that tenfold and now they're having to go through all of the people they know and reintroduce themselves and reestablish like who they are uh, with their friends and family, and that's a lot of work for that, yes. and a lot While of pressure getting
0: to know themselves.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yet, yet they're supposed to have all these answers, and also be so graceful about like, oh, that's just old crotchety Uncle Gene, you know. And it's like, yeah. no, fuck that, fuck him. But at the same time. That is also what I've talked to Mickey about is, like, we all have, because we know, and it's so personal, these relationships you have with each person, like, the leeway you give them is very unique, depending, like, I was telling Mickey, I give my dad more leeway about dead naming me um, because he's old, sick, and he doesn't, and he is from the generation where he doesn't understand, but I know he's trying, you know? And so that's the leeway I've given to him. And it's not going to look the same for everybody. And nobody should pressure you into being like, well, if they, you know, if they do A and B, they don't care about you. It's like, yeah, there needs to be a little bit given on both sides. And yeah, it sucks that you're going through something and your life is changing, but you also have to be the graceful understanding one. That is so much to put on a person.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, there are certain people in my life that I have given the opportunity to time and time again, you know, my father being one of them. He's finally gotten his shit together now, but there was a large portion of time where he would misgender me or, um, you know, we finally had to come up with, like, a nickname that only he called me that was something that, like, he would use and felt, you know, finally coming up with something that, like, he would use that wasn't, like not really technically my new name, but a, a nickname of my new name and not a nickname of my dead name. Um, and then there was still a long time where he was having like issues with dead naming me. And I continued and continued and continued to have conversations with him. And finally it like clicked and I could see that he was trying and I could see that he was, um, that he was genuinely putting the work in and that's why I afforded him that that respect, you know, but then there are other people in my life who I have been close to for a very long time, who immediately took my transition to a place that I just don't believe the two of us can come back from, and so it really comes to it's case by case. It depends on who, on on who they are, and what, on how you feel about it, and whether or not you are willing to give them that grace, because. You know, like my mom, for instance, um, I w- remember having a conversation with her and like finally just having to tell her like, you know, I see that you guys are struggling with my pronouns and my name and I, s- I get that and I understand that, that that's something that you guys are still working on and whatever and you probably don't even see me often enough to kind of like work that through, but you also need to be referring me referring to me by my correct pronouns and correct name while I'm not there too.
1: That's such an important part. And that's the part that that people push back at, you know, because it's like, oh, now you're going to dictate how I talk, like, to other people? This is getting ridiculous. I've had this conversation, too, where I've asked a friend, I I was like, um, because they kept calling me by dead name, and uh, I was like, look, uh, maybe you are not talking about me behind my back or behind the scenes. I'm not to get paranoid, but, like, with my proper name because if you were maybe this wouldn't be happening and it was like a suggestion and they exactly. were kind of offended by it you know no, they were exactly. like well I mean that's ridiculous and like you know it takes time and, and stuff I'm like well it does but I'm just it's telling like, yeah, you you're time, never gonna you get used to, to be it putting in the work
0: yeah exactly and so that's so that that was the that was the way I presented it to my mom too I'm like you don't see me often enough to use just those times that I'm around in order to switch your thinking. And I remember her even asking me, she's like, you know, when I'm talking to other people, what do I refer to you as? Like, are you, are you still my son? Or are you always like, no, I'm your daughter. Like, would you call, would you call a sis girl that you gave birth to a son? Like that's right. You know, my brothers, my brothers were the ones who like jumped on it right away. They corrected my parents they, uh, when they misgendered me, they corrected my parents when they used, used my dead name. They immediately embraced me as a sister and no longer brother and everything. My brothers were the ones who were like, they jumped on it immediately. Um, but like I said, there are those people who in my life, like, I also have like a very like unique experience or unique relationship with my extended family in that, the different things that i have gone through with them and the different things the different dynamics that i've experienced with them along the way and the lack of support or the support or whatever has made it very easily it has made it very easy to like put up with their shit or just get just cut it completely it's made it very easy for me to just be like no thanks this isn't this isn't for me and but my situation is very unique in that they Have been putting that, they have been putting that work in for X amount of years leading up to this point that the connection has been broken for so long that now it's inconsequential to me to no longer speak to
1: them. Some family seems like they would be happy being like continuing to have a relationship with you, not prefer not referring to you by your name that you asked for but they're fine even though you want to do this thing that we can continue to be family and like you know i want a relationship with you i'm not going to do this and you need to accept that and they're okay with that and it's like no no no, that's you're done like you're lost we've yeah, lost this exactly like if exactly. that's how you feel and you're not willing like, i don't care if you're trans but you're always gonna be you know insert dead name here right to me. right no, no 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 they think that that's love i don't know what they think that is it's just like, but yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Um, I love that your brothers were so supportive. You know, when I told my sister, she was like, so you're going to get a pussy? And I was like, <laughs> all righty. Yep, yeah. this is about how I thought yeah, this conversation actually. was going to go. Um, <laughs> but at least she didn't, at least your sister didn't break form. Like, <laughs> No, I mean, she was, she's was. she been nothing if not consistent. And we, we stand a consistent uh, trash diva. Uh and I don't care. Beth if you listen there's no way she doesn't know what a podcast is. Um but uh yeah, it's a rough time of year and you wanna go yeah. home and feel like you're going to a safe place and that no longer feels like that for so many people in this community. And, and you know, it happened with gay people, you know, and like now on a I feel like a larger scale with trans people because Gay acceptance is, like, old news now. Yeah, we still have homophobia, of course. Uh, especially yeah, of course. in, like, the Deep South and, like, other shitty parts. But everywhere, really. Yeah, but
0: it does seem like transphobia is this shiny new toy for conservatives to thing. kind of, like, latch onto.
1: Which makes me hopeful and, and, like, that this, in, like, this, 15 this years we'll be, painted for them to be afraid you know. of. Yeah.
0: Well. And I think that if, I, if there were anything that I were to say for people who are listening who have a trans relative or a trans you know trans friend or whatever it is the one thing that I would ask you to think about is the fact that like you said home should be a safe place and the fact of the matter is that everywhere trans people go in their lives is not going to be a hundred percent safe for them all the time and they are already facing all of this ridicule and all of this risk and all of this, this anxiety and everything else out in the world so if you want to do anything if you want any if you want any part of their lives the most important thing that you can do is make sure that you are having a discussion with them about what it is that they expect from you and realizing that by doing those things that they're asking of you you are creating a safe space for them in a way that they are not experiencing anywhere else.
1: This is supposed to be a break from your life for someone to, like, go to go and relax and, like, be comforted and be, like, you know, just relax. Like, you can't go mm-hmm. and enjoy your holiday if you're around shitheads. And, like... Yeah. And, like, while you don't want your family to be in a position of choosing uh, sides or whatever, it's also, like, come on, your parents gotta choose, like, you feeling safe... Uh, during this, like, visit over some shitty, bigoted cousin or uncle or something, you know, like, being yeah. at the table. And so... Yeah, like, those, and the thing is, it's like, if you're tough, going but... to want them there... Yeah. If you're
0: going to want them there, then realize that you are going to have to be part of their defense while they're there. You're going to have to have their backs, your your trans relatives' backs, while that bigoted individual is there. So, you know that's the major thing about like people who are like, Oh, that's, you know, that's just your uncle. So, and so, or that's just your aunt. So, and so, and that's just your, that's just your grandmother. That's how she is. She's never going to change. She's always been this way, blah, blah, blah. And being like, okay, that's how she is. But if she wants to be in our house and if we want to have her around, then at least, at least ask that they say nothing.
1: Yeah, that's the bare I mean, minimum.
0: At least ask if they say nothing. At the bare minimum. They don't have to like it. They don't have to be supportive. They don't have to be loving about it or whatever. But at least ask that they don't make a big deal about
1: it either. To not, I mean, that's what any mature person would do, right? Like, if I'm going to... I know that a lot of people in my family are conservative. So whenever mm-hmm. I do have to see someone, I don't top politics as a rule because... That's my way of keeping my mouth shut, you know, of keeping the peace at, at these kind of functions. And that's like, that's all you're asking for in return when you go home is that same safety and fine. You want to think, you know, all these shit about me or whatever, thank it, but fuck you if you're going to say it on fucking Christmas or whatever. Come on.
0: Yeah, Absolutely.